0: Hi there, this is Alyssa Schneider, and I'm a licensed mental health counselor in Florida. Thanks so much for listening to my podcast, and I'm glad that you found it. I hope that it brings some joy, positivity, and clarity into your life. If you have any questions, feel free to leave a voice message for me here, or see the show notes for more information like my website and my email address. Thanks again for listening, and enjoy! Hey there, Alyssa here. And in today's episode, I wanted to talk about self-compassion. This is a big thing that comes up with a lot of my clients. And I think a lot of us in general just really struggle with self-compassion, something that's really hard for us to offer ourselves. And I think that um, there's a lot of myths that come up about self-compassion, like we're not being tough enough on ourselves, and uh, we're gonna slack off if we offer ourselves compassion instead of something like criticism. And so we think that somehow like beating ourselves up is going to be positive and going to help us in some way towards achieving our goals. And I think um, one of the things that we have to ask ourselves is our motivations behind our goals. Because I think that a lot of times we have goals of becoming more confident or less self-conscious or less anxious because we want to be good enough in some way. We're trying to really be good enough for other people. And really, I think that there is no good enough. Um, When I talk with my clients, I really talk about, Their goals and what they want to accomplish through counseling and what they want to accomplish in their life. Um, and good enough is really, really vague. Um, and a lot of clients when they start therapy, they don't really know what they want to work on and they have a hard time coming up with very specific goals. And I think that, A lot of times our goals in our lives are really vague too. Like we want to be happier. We want to be less anxious. Um, We want to basically be in less pain in some way. And I think we really have to hone in on exactly what that looks like in our life. Because if it's that vague, then we'll never be able to know if we're accomplishing it or not and we'll never know if X, Y, or Z is working in order to help us towards those goals. So in general, we want our goals to be what is called SMART goals. And SMART is an acronym that stands for specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely. So those are kind of what we want our goals to look like because unless it is a SMART goal, Specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and timely, we won't be able to tell if we're reaching the goal or not, or if what we're doing is working towards achieving those goals. And really, before we set a goal, I think it's important to identify what is our value that is causing us to work towards whatever goal we have in mind. Um, So I think. You know, a lot of times we're working towards things that don't really support a value that we have, and I think that it leaves us feeling empty and a lack of motivation, and then we beat ourselves up um, as a result, and, you know, that is where we can get into the self-compassion piece, but before we get into that, um, just some ideas for values the different areas that we have values in. Um, It can be family, intimate relationship, career, social relationship, self-esteem, mental health, physical health, personal growth, community, parenting, volunteering, hobbies, education, spirituality, faith. So there's a lot of different ways that we can support our value system. But first, again, we have to recognize what our values are. So it's a great journaling exercise to try to identify those values and really think about them. Then once you identify some of those values, you can go into thinking about what sort of activities you can be doing to help to support those values. So if your value is Um, family. So going out to dinner once a week with a family member um, or your spouse or your spouse and your children, um, that is a way that you can support that value of family. And it is very specific and measurable. So we can even make that more specific, preferably. So once a week on Wednesdays, go out to dinner with my family. That's very specific and you'll be knowing, you'll know if you're doing that, if you're doing that activity that supports that that value. So all that being said, I think that we're not going to 100% of the time, 24 seven act in support of those values that we have. Sometimes, Um, We're going to act in a way that doesn't support those values. We're going to procrastinate something, um, an activity. We're going to cancel those plans for dinner with our family, even though we have that value of spending that quality time with our families. And so that's where oftentimes I think we beat ourselves up for those things. And that's where the self-criticism can really come in but that is not really helpful. Um, If you think about it, when was the last time that that really motivated you in a long term, as far as like beating yourself up, having that criticism? I know that for myself, definitely it has not led to long term sustained motivation for making changes in my life. And it definitely doesn't feel good either. And it really is true that we're oftentimes our own worst critic. And so like us being so close to ourselves, I think that it's incredibly hurtful to experience that that criticism in our relationship with our own selves. So the question for me is like, how can we stop this cycle of criticism and really ourselves mentally, um, and I think the first step is recognizing that there is no good enough. That we can't be good enough ever. It just doesn't exist. It's not. It's not attainable. And I think that we really have to recognize that in order to let those those tendencies go that we have towards constantly trying to attain perfection, attain being good enough for others and being good enough for ourselves. And I think that's really where the self-compassion can come into play because first there's this recognition that good enough doesn't exist. I'm not going to ever be perfect. There is no good enough. And then recognizing that you can be kind to yourself when you aren't good enough because it's not attainable. So there really is no benefit, at least definitely not in the long term, for beating yourself up and, and really being hard on yourself. And I think that sometimes it leads to like short-term change so that we continue that cycle, that pattern, but it really doesn't lead to long-term change. If you really think about it in your own life, you probably haven't had a lot of positive long-term changes because you've been critical with yourself. And even if you have had positive things come out of self-criticism, it it really doesn't feel good a lot of the time. Emotionally, we're struggling because of that criticism. And Even if we do have success in a certain area of our life because of it, we might have struggled through getting there. And even when we get to that place of perceived success, then we're not really able to be in that present moment and enjoy that because we're we're beat up from, from trying so hard to achieve that thing that we may or may have not gotten to yet. So I think, you know, one is just understanding that there is no good enough. Good enough is like a grass is greener sort of mentality and we'll never get there and we'll constantly feel unfulfilled in trying to get there. Um, And so secondly, you know, offering, starting to offer yourself kindness and compassion, I think is really key. And I think there's a lot of benefits of offering yourself kindness. There's really... There's really no downfall to that. And I think that a lot of people want confidence and they want positive self-esteem and self-love is a really big thing, but I think that we are not really great judges of ourselves and in order to have positive self-esteem or negative self-esteem, that implies that we're doing something. Form of self-judgment, and it could easily sway in the other direction, because when we're we have that self-love and we're looking at ourselves and really, um, really loving ourselves because of one thing or another, that that implies that you are making that judgment, and it could easily slide across into self-hatred or or self criticism, and self-dislike. And so I don't think that we are really great judges of ourselves. And so maybe it would be best if we could just kind of view ourselves neutrally in every single way possible. Um, I think that a lot of times we're constantly trying to meet expectations that this world sets for us when we're not really meant to do that. Um, these expectations are always changing. And it's trying to hit, it's like trying to hit a a dartboard blindfolded and with a dartboard moving all around, all across the wall. It's not possible to meet everyone's expectations all of the time. And I think that a lot of times self-love is with contingencies. There's there's always strings attached to self-love and we we are able to achieve that self-love because of something. And where self-compassion comes in is knowing that there is no good enough, knowing that it's not attainable to reach all of these expectations in this world. And then recognizing that, oh, I can be kind to myself and I can be compassionate even in that moment. Um, Even when I don't hit the dartboard because it's impossible to do it, I can be kind to myself and be loving, Um, just like I would treat someone else. I don't think that we would say half the things that we say to a good friend or say, I don't think that we would say things that we say to ourselves, half of those things we wouldn't say to a good friend. And so we're treating ourselves really a lot of times like the enemy, and we're treating others around us with so much more respect and so much more love and compassion than we treat ourselves. And so you're worthy of that compassion too, and you're not perfect. Neither am I, and neither is anybody else, but you don't have to be perfect in order to receive care. One thing that I really like to do with some of my clients is to help them do a loving kindness sort of meditation or a prayer and really wishing other people well. And you can pray for other people if you're spiritual and faith-filled. And that is, I think, one really great way to offer others compassion and soften our hearts towards other people. But also um, using that, that loving kindness meditation or that prayer for ourselves as well and really extending the same thing towards ourselves. So first you can kind of start by thinking of a person that you have a great relationship with that you really do wish well, genuinely And just thinking about them and praying for them, um, thinking about how much you love them, meditating, and really sending good vibes towards that person, whether they're in the home with you right now or wherever you are, um, or if they're somewhere else, they don't need to be near you, but just sending them positive wishes and really wishing great things for them in their life. And then after you do that, trying to imagine that same sort of love that you have for this person and projecting it onto yourself, even if it's for three seconds or even less, that you can do that. But just imagining this really great, like, sense that you're sending towards them, this real positive energy, and just trying to project that onto yourself. And if it fades, that's okay, just go back to the other person, and imagine that light and love and extending that towards them, that gratitude, and that compassion. And you can even picture it as sort of like visual light, too. And if you're Christian, for example, as I am, um, or if you're spiritual in any in any way, you can imagine God's love for this person, and you can really imagine how God sees them as a child, and and part of um, part of His plan is good for for them and for other people, including you, and so just kind of imagining God's love can be really helpful for them too. And so then you can try to, again, bring that back to yourself, imagining yourself maybe as a child and imagining even in your adult being, adult body, having that child version of yourself that still resides inside you somewhere and that's, your, your sensitive part of yourself, that you're a delicate being and just imagining how delicate and how fragile you are and just extending that, that gratitude and love for yourself. And if it fades, then that's okay. If you can't quite get there, imagining that person again and just trying to go back and forth between picturing that other person that you love and wish well for and then imagining yourself and trying to kind of transfer that love and that kindness for that other person onto yourself. And you can kind of go back and forth and that might take a while, but that is a practice that I really like to incorporate into some of my sessions with my clients. And I think that that can be really useful for learning this self-compassion. At the end of the day, I think that we all really want to be loved and we want love from ourselves. There, I think, really is a child version, a delicate version of ourselves. And that, that child part of ourselves wants to be loved. The adult side does too. But just imagine yourself as this childlike version. And I think that children and people deserve love, but we're unfortunately not always going to get that perfect love from other people. And sometimes the love from others is conditional as is our own love. And that's where that compassion comes into play. So knowing you're never going to be perfect, knowing you're always going to fall short, but then offering yourself kindness anyway, because you don't need to be perfect and you don't need to judge yourself. It's not helpful. So if you have any questions about this episode, feel free to reach out. Um, I'm really interested in hearing what you think about it. Um, You can leave me a voice message here. And if you have any ideas for other podcast episodes or you really like to hear me talk about something in particular, I would love to do that. So feel free to reach out. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you tune back in soon. Thanks. (music)